Hi, Val. Happy Monday. Hey, Fernanda. Happy Monday and happy birthday over the weekend. Thank you. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. I, I know you already told me about it, so... Um, yeah, we're starting <laughs> over. We're starting over because yes. we had some tech issues. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I it was a great birthday. I went to a steakhouse and ate a lot of steak <laughs> <laughs> um, and other various meats. And then I went to a, um, uh improv show afterwards. And it, it always blows my mind how improv works and mm -hmm. how quickly they can think on their feet because I, my brain just does not work like that like i'm a slow slow thinker yeah and to watch them just think on their feet like that just take any word any phrase and just mm -hmm. run with it and then like play off of each other you know like it's so amazing to see so and it was hilarious too and be funny on top of it all right were they um, asking stuff from the audience like yeah. to give them a keyword or something right yeah it was very audience based mm -hmm. so the whole time the audience was giving them words and phrases and they would they would do a yeah. skit or like a you know like a, a a routine based on that yeah that's yeah. insane how they do that yeah um, there was a a group of people at my college in montclair new jersey and uh, we used to go and watch them every almost every weekend and it was just insane the things that we come up with you know i could never do that ever yeah and funny like you know i know yeah, yeah. the fact that they're funny <laughs> on top of being really mm -hmm. quick you know is like yeah. just it just blows my mind one thing that i can say that i I've taken away from improv um, a really important concept that now I actually live by um, that comes from improv is the yes and concept. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I was just going to mention that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's never a no. You just keep going with it. Yeah. And it's yeah. it also it's also a way to empower the other person mm -hmm. that you're you're doing the skit with. So instead of saying but right like instead of uh instead of mm -hmm. taking the other person's uh cue or the other person's uh whatever their line and saying okay but that's not quite right let right, me yeah. build on that like you say yes and um and then you add on to it and it makes it validates the other person and it also continues to build on top of something in a positive way Mm -hmm. um it's a really powerful lesson for life too when somebody's saying something that maybe you don't quite agree with mm -hmm. and instead of shutting it down and saying no 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 but this or that like you say yes like i i see where you're coming from i see your your point here and you know i have something mm -hmm. to add on to it uh yeah, yeah like you're not arguing you just keep going with whatever the other person is feeding you in a way right exactly um, kind of what we're doing here we're just not that funny so exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool 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 yeah so like on the recording that we had to ditch i was curious about um your growth notes which you mentioned that you're on day 10 as well consistently mm -hmm. writing and i love the emails that i'm receiving i love the content uh, it's pretty much along the lines of what I'm interested in. And uh, I was just curious, like, how 
how does he feel so far, the consistency and having to write every day and also, I guess, the positive feedback initially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, the commitment is something that I r- really like uh, so far. Uh, yesterday, just a little story. Yesterday, I was feeling really terrible um, at night. Sunday night, it was like I was not having a good mental health day yesterday and by Sunday night I was just exhausted um I hadn't read anything or like come up with anything to really base my my growth note on mm-hmm. um and this was like eight o'clock already all I wanted to do was like watch tv or go to sleep and you know just it was awful oh. and I was like, I have to write this. I can't skip a day. I cannot skip a day, especially not this early. I can't skip a day. And it it turned out to be not the best. Like, I was embarrassed to send that out yesterday. Um, It was not a good, you know, I didn't write it well. It wasn't well thought out. But I did end up looking for a podcast to listen to. And I listened to it for an hour before I wrote the growth note. And I sat down and I was like almost in tears writing it yesterday because I just didn't want to do it so bad. And I did it. And I got to tell you, like while I was doing it, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. But after I did it, there was just like this feeling of empowerment within me that I'm never going to forget. Wow. Yeah, because and and I know it was only number 10. I know it was a shitty little draft that I sent out, you know, but the fact that I just like sat down and did it through all of that crap, um, it just shows me that like I am capable of doing this and I can keep going and, you know, I can go without breaking the streak. Um, I mean, I guess if I'm like hospitalized and I'm unconscious or something, I can't do it. But yeah, you know, I could have I could have made that an excuse and I didn't. And it was it, it was really empowering afterwards uh to feel like like I'm really I you know this is a commitment that I'm keeping to. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so I liked yesterday's I mean this is interesting that you feel that he wasn't that good. Um yeah. And I think that comes from like maybe from like being a perfectionist in a way, like trying to have every um, every newsletter be perfect. But I think that's us, you know, like putting so much pressure in ourselves. Uh, because to me, I, I mean, I liked it. I didn't think it was shitty <laughs> from like the reader's <laughs> perspective. Oh, that's <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like I took some acting classes when I was living back in New York. And it was most mostly I did that to... I wasn't pursuing an acting career, even though at times, like, I, I would, you know, imagine, like, you know, doing that. But, yeah, I did it, you know, I, I needed to have some more um, to improve my my public speaking. And, you know, I did mm-hmm. some improv classes, etc. And, like, one of the teachers said that you don't look as bad as you think you do. Like, whenever mm-hmm. you're doing your piece or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, like, inside, you may feel, like, totally off. But you've been doing it for so long, like, you're you've been writing for so long that, it's like so natural that it doesn't, you know, and not every piece has to be like, you know, breakthrough Pulitzer Prize winning, you know, like <laughs> it could be just a newsletter, a thought, you know, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, congratulations, 10. Yeah, that's really cool. Every day, like, oh, my. Thanks. Yeah. yeah and I and I, I consistently have more subscribers than I do. Okay. Post, so I'm wondering when that's going to break. <laughs> okay. Um, 
but maybe you never I, break yeah i know that would be awesome right yeah. if you never broke and i continuously got more subscribers and posts but i i think i'm i think i'm like exhausting my twitter um like pool of people <laughs> who might oh. be interested so i might have to venture out and maybe post on like indie hackers or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on t- on reddit or something um do you but- plan to branch it out uh from yourself and have it as a a brand like a growth notes twitter account etc i don't have any plans to do that yet okay. um i think the thing that i'm focused on right now really hyper focused on which is what allowed me to do what i did yesterday is the is the the not breaking the streak mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and really just writing every single day and staying consistent with it because i know that if i break the streak for one day that's going to allow me to break the streak for two days and eventually it's just going to dwindle down into me just giving up because Mm -hmm. i already broke the streak anyway and nobody's reading it anyway right and then like all the thoughts start coming into your head and and flooding you know um so my my number one goal right now is to stay consistent you know write as good quality (laughs) posts as i can Mm -hmm. Um, barring the days when I'm crying through it. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so I'm not, you know, it's nice that I have more subscribers than I do um, posts. And I say that kind of with a little bit of pride that like Mm -hmm. that that happened. It's kind of cool. But that wasn't my goal. Like I would have kept doing it even if I had like two subscribers. Um, so, So I'm not in a rush to get a bunch of subscribers just yet. Like I think that, you know, I actually I wrote about um, I wrote about Scoots um, from the the Sleep with Me podcast and how he it took him like 150 episodes to really get traction, oh, wow. and I mean like really any traction. Like it took him 150 episodes to break like 100 listeners. Oh, wow! And yeah. I think that and, and now he has like three million listeners and he's like killing it. Um. But that kind of commitment is what I'm looking to to make, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's let's write 150, 200 posts before I really think about growing my audience. You know, before I before I take my focus off of being consistent and start dealing with things that I don't have full control over. You know, like people signing up for the mm-hmm, newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um. I think yeah, if more right. people ran across it, you know, it could, I know you, you said that you, you don't, you know, that's not your main goal right now, mm-hmm. but if you were to, you know, I think if there was more like tweets about it, like if it had a, I'm imagining like a, a separate Twitter account and using one of those tools like Hyperi or mm-hmm. one of those that like tweets at the certain times when your audience is on and then right. um, maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, I'm really, you know, I really want to see this succeed. Um, so nice. And, and yeah, congrats on, I could never do the consistency, honestly, like every day. Um, uh, can you like, sometimes when you like feel inspired, like write like three, maybe four, and then just yeah. schedule them. Is that a, yeah. a an option? Yes, I, I should do that. Um, that's something that I'm definitely, um, thinking about doing like even this week I think that even if I'm not feeling inspired I think if I if I have like a good chunk of time Mm -hmm. right if I have Mm -hmm. three four hours to dedicate just to writing three to four pieces and then I can 
relax <laughs> or if I have yeah. a day like yesterday, I don't I can just pull from that that pile of pieces that I've already mm -hmm. written mm -hmm. um, instead of pushing myself so hard. Um, yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to start doing. I just I haven't done it yet because I haven't had the time to really sit down and and write three to four pieces um, at once. Yeah, I follow this uh, account, uh, this podcast. It's by Neil Patel, something mm -hmm. about marketing. And they mm -hmm. have like really quick five-minute episodes. Yeah. And I imagine them doing like 20 of them in one sitting, mm -hmm. you know, because they're yeah. so short. And they don't have to do them again, so, you know. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of people doing that, you know, but um, yeah, that could That's maybe, how most. Yeah. Yeah. That's how most people do it, who do daily things. That's how most of them mm -hmm. do like um, John Lee Dumas, who did uh, seven days a week. Uh, interviews for I don't I don't know like th three or four or five years or something he did oh it without God. breaking the streak ever. Oh, wow. Um, I mean that just blows my mind too. Um, but he did it. He would schedule a full day of interviews. They were quick. They were like mm -hmm. you know eight to ten minute interviews. So he would just schedule a day where he would do like eleven or twelve interviews. Um, and then he would have, you know, days where mm -hmm. he was just working on other things like marketing or, um, you know, scheduling more interviews and doing other things. And then he just had that that pool of interviews to choose from. Yeah. And my son follows this uh, airplane person on YouTube. Uh, it's a guy that posts uh, videos of him playing Microsoft Flight Simulator Mm -hmm. and going to different airports and stuff. And my son goes, he's like, a couple of days ago, he's like, this guy, is Swiss 101 or Swiss 001 is his uh, user uh, name. He says, this guy posts every day, like for five years or something straight. And mm -hmm. then like 10 minute videos. I'm like, you know, he probably records them all in one day, right? He kind of was disappointed when he heard me say <laughs> that. It's like, oh. <laughs> and then in my mind, I was like, man, I should have told him that, like, you know. I shouldn't let him believe that immediately. <laughs> he was like let down. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ruined the magic for him. I did, man. I ruined Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, that sounds really cool. So, here's a tough question for you. Mm -hmm. oh, a lot ahead. of tough questions, and my voice <laughs> is like scratchy. So, what what uh, would like the next six month six months look like if you were to do just this like nothing else maybe you're um you're consulting but nothing else no product no community nothing just just like what would six months after today look like so january i guess February. in terms in terms of input or output like input or both output, i guess yes. more output i'm curious you know like how how would everything look like if you were to do this solely every day to write market and maybe get on podcasts and, you know, become the publishing thing that you, you said you probably want to do, I guess. Yeah. In the last episode. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't thought that far yet. Okay. Um. <laughs> it was a tough question. I said, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, like I said, like the the thing that I'm just focusing on, it's it's hard to think after today, right? Mm -hmm, like it's mm -hmm. like I'm really just taking it literally one day at a time. Yeah. Um, but 
know. I yeah. hopefully I have hopefully in six months I have something like fifty or a hundred subscribers. Um not even paid, just free mm-hmm. ones. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking big on this one. I'm really not. Okay. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking really long term. Like I wanna do this for like ten years. You know? Yeah. And or more or forever like mm-hmm, i want to do mm-hmm. this for the rest of my life because and here's why because i have really intrinsic motivation to do this because okay. it's my this actually goes back to what i wrote about yesterday it's my time to think deeply um it's my time to synthesize everything that i read and write mm-hmm. um and it just happens to be going out to people mm. um so the fact that i can do this every night is like a privilege to me mm-hmm. um, that I get to sit down and write about my thoughts on the things that I consume during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to keep doing it. You know, I want like, even if nobody's listening, like I want to keep doing it for myself because I grow a lot from it. So it's the kind of thing that like, if it grows into something that can sustain me, you know, month over month, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really great. That would be like the cherry on top, mm-hmm. you know, but if it just, if it's just something that a few people appreciate, um, that's also okay. And I'm going to keep doing it anyway. So that's why I'm not thinking in terms of like, I'm not thinking of it as a business, you know, I think it's amazing that it's coming from a genuine place, you know, you wanting to jot down everything you're, you're consuming and then seeing what comes out, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's really cool and it's showing on the quality of the writing. Um, but yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, that's sort of my fear as well. Like, you know, liking to do something than being afraid that it might turn into a job, not right. a business, but like something you have to do, not that you like to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But if um, the love is still there after X amount of months and subscribers and then you're getting paid and living off of it and then you still love doing it, like that is that is awesome. That, that would be the yeah. best thing to happen, you know. That, that would be the best yeah. case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm but I also don't want to think like if that doesn't happen, then I'll stop. Right. You know, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like mm. you with blog static, right? Like a, mm-hmm. a little while ago, we were talking about how you, even if you got five users, like mm-hmm. you would keep it going because this is something you want to exist in the world. Yes. Does, is that still true? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Still, still on it. I'm, I'm using it myself. And yeah, I don't plan like with my previous products. It was more like the means to an end, you know. Like I want this to make money so I can X Y Z. With Blockstatic, is like I want this thing to exist. It would be amazing if it picks up to a point where I don't have to do anything else but that. But even if it doesn't pan out to that, then I'll be fine too, just running it uh, alongside anything else that I'm doing because it's not so. It's not a product that I have to to every day i have to work on it every day when it reaches a certain point you know like when i add Mm -hmm. people being able to subscribe with payments etc um so yeah yeah totally 
I totally understand what you're saying, you know, like not wanting to think that far ahead where it becomes like a, a burden, you know, mm-hmm. that you have to like attain to something. And uh, yeah, totally. Uh, like a goalless goal in a way, um, you know, like no end in sight. Mm-hmm. Um, if it exists forever, like that would be amazing, you know, if I can sustain it uh, like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's really cool. Good. Well, happy to hear that that you're really enjoying it. Even though I mean, I guess yesterday you had you had a hard time, you know, putting it out. But I'm sure you'll have those times. You know, it's not not every day. It's like a, even when I work on block static, sometimes like when I have to like put some feature out or improve something, it's not like I'm singing along as I'm coding. Right. You know, <laughs> sometimes I'm dreading it. You know, right. and I I want to work maybe on the payments feature and not on whatever I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah cool cool i guess doing the boring stuff is key you know just you know getting sometimes like i like jim has taught me a lot of things like i try to maintain like a monday wednesday friday going to the gym and there has been days where i don't want to go but what how i fool myself is like you know what i'm just gonna put my shoes on i'm gonna go to the gym maybe i'll do like one exercise but i'll tell myself that i did it and then when Mm -hmm. i go there I end up doing like a full exercise, you know, of like mm-hmm. three sets of whatever I'm doing. So, you know, I think having those tools has helped me a lot, like just doing the boring stuff, like getting in the car, getting to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's the part of commitment, right? Mm-hmm. That I think is is the hard part is like just getting doing that first step mm-hmm. so that you can stick to what you committed to. And then everything else kind of falls falls in place after yeah. that. Yeah, just being persistent with that, those steps, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, it makes you cool. feel good. Like when you mm-hmm. commit to something and you follow through with it, even if during the follow through you're not feeling great about it, like if you know it feels empowering and it leads to like this flywheel effect where you just feel like you can do things, you can commit to things, and mm-hmm, you can follow mm-hmm. through with them. You know, and it's it's like a it's like a muscle. Like, you know, you just you work out that muscle over and over again, and you just become somebody who follows through with things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like your identity changes as someone who doesn't complete anything to someone who follows through with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And I, I think it's okay to let ourselves to sort of like you know, um, maybe slack sometimes or not. You know. Like, I try to eat right, but, like, I have days where I, like, just junk it up with Burger King <laughs> or whatever, you know? Like, I, like I used to feel like, oh, I did, like, I worked out, like, you know, this whole week, and then look what I did on Saturday. And now I'm like, you know what? Like, I love that, that you know, those fries, those soggy fries that are, like, <laughs> soaked in, in whatever oil that who knows, you know? Like, it feels okay, and it's it's fine, you know? Like, I used to be so much harder on myself a long time ago. Not a long time ago, maybe like a year or two ago. And I think it's okay, you know, like this month, like I I wish I had worked more on Blockstatic. It's just impossible to do both, like with my clients having the festival in a couple of days starting and me stressing out over Blockstatic while I'm stressing out over the client. It's just going to cause me so much anxiety that I'm not going to be able to pick up like after the festival is done. So I'm like, you know what? that's on a pause for like a week or two and then I'll Mm -hmm. pick up again. And 
yeah, like I'm okay with it. You know, I'm not going to kill myself over it. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, sort of giving yourself some slack whenever, you know. Yeah. Some days Balance don't feel right. Too. Yeah. 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 Totally. I see like on Twitter, like, you know, like if you use your mouse, you know, you waste two seconds per hour or something instead of using the trackpad. I'm like, you know, like that's okay. <laughs> Like, really? Like ridiculous. Yeah, like I read an HBO. <laughs> I didn't read it. Like I just came through it, like an HBR article out of all. It's like, what? Like, like what are we trying to do? Like compete with Boston Dynamics robots? Like, <laughs> we're like, really? is this like the the computer Olympics? <laughs> yeah, right. We're like, like shaving off two seconds. Is... Exactly. You know, and yeah. I see all these like productive. Like it's it's really okay if you're like super productive, but just. I think it's like detrimental at some point where you're like killing yourself over trying to like put out so many things in X amount of hours and you just like road to a burnout, you know, Yeah. unless you're a machine or something. I don't know. Like I can't do that. So, yeah. So this improv is going good. <laughs> we, we, we went down the um, productivity Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I was I was uh, thinking yesterday. I was I mean I was in a pretty bad mood yesterday, but I was okay. uh, scrolling through Twitter and I just saw like all these like success posts, you know. And mm. I mean I've I've done this myself too, you know. When like I have mild success with something, I'm like, hey, look, like, I did this, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, like those tweets get like the most engagement and people retweet you and like say congrats and it feels really good. But mm-hmm. yesterday I was scrolling through and I saw all those like success tweets and I'm like this is exhausting <laughs> yeah you know like oh my god like like say something human for once you know mm-hmm. like I don't know I was I was feeling really um overwhelmed by all of the all of the success posts I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it um, no, I hear you. I think we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago, maybe even last episode. I think we mentioned, I might have said something about it. Um, can't remember. I, I totally hear you. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I mean, it's Twitter is kind of tricky. Uh, I'm not posting as much in the past week or so because of this, I think, what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. Like, what part of it? Like, do you think, like, it's, it's like... um it's like ruining the experience in Twitter. Like people are maybe not being as, as, as genuine as, as we expect them to be. Is it like, it's what not even case? that it's not even that. I think that people are genuine most of the time. Um, I think that usually, so usually I'm right there to, you know, congratulate mm-hmm. them and like c- celebrate with them. Like, I don't think that it's ingenuous at all to, um, to share your wins on Twitter. I think that it's great. I think Twitter is a great place to share your wins. Not saying don't do that at all. Um, it's just sometimes when your circle, um, all you, you scroll for like, you know, you do like three or four scrolls and all you see are is like wins and success. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I think the, there was just a huge... Um, contrast between how I was feeling yesterday and how everybody else was feeling with their wins Mm -hmm. and successes Mm -hmm. and there's nothing 
on Twitter that relates to when you have a, like that that talks about when you have really hard times you mm-hmm. know like is yeah. everybody just like going around frolicking amassing all these wins and never having a hard day yeah you know I like is that, yeah yeah is is everybody just like happy all the time and crushing it all the mm-hmm. time and never taking the time to you know have a a day where they're feeling down and depressed and unmotivated um I don't think that's true but it's not reflected in our timelines and it makes it makes you feel like it makes you feel like those days are not okay you Mm -hmm. know um when they are they're okay like it's okay to feel like that sometimes from time to time oh yeah absolutely Uh, you know like twitter has gotten like um like a super sophisticated marketing channel and I think everything is so planned out. Uh, I don't mean this any in a wrong way. Like I, I, I missed the Twitter of a couple of years ago, where people were freer to talk about whatever they they were doing. And now, everybody's advocating to stay on topic. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like ex- exhausting. Like I, when I'm following someone, I not following them for the topic i like i might find them interesting and i want to know what they do how they do maybe what music they listen to or and now everybody and i'm guilty of this as well recently you know like just staying on your lane kind of you know yeah and i think part of putting the successes only out it has to do with people doing marketing um, mm-hmm. trying to portray a good image of the company because now we're kind of of a company, you know, like individual, but like acting as a brand. Yeah. And that part to me sort of crosses the line of being genuine, but that all changes, I think, with the channel that we're choosing to talk about these things, you know. Um, I think I said something on the swipe files about this, like not knowing what to post. Honestly, like recently, I don't know what to post about. Like, uh, I liked talking about wins. Um, it feels like vanity uh, most often than not. But, you know, what else do you post about? Like, do you, like, people are not, even when you post something, like, people might not respond because everybody's so worried about their brand and what they like and, you know, what's showing on their tweet, Twitter feed. I, I, I maybe I'm taking this too far, but to me it feels like over-engineered from the yeah. part of like us, the founders and the makers. You know, just like yeah. everything's so perfect, like our profile picture and and our tweets are like the threads. Even you know, it's like like I think I've heard like the mega thread keyword recently. Like here's the mega thread of like hundred tweets in a row of something like that could have yeah. been a blog post. I'm not reading that. I don't know who's reading that. So I'm disappointed about that Twitter is not like that anymore. I don't know if this aligns in any way like what you were talking about, but that's sort of my feel about, you know, where... No, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And I think you you used a good term for it, which is Mm -hmm. over-engineered. And I think that's actually what I was trying to get at yesterday. um, And I, I said it poorly by saying that it was just success Twitter um, mm-hmm. because I I really am genuinely happy for people when they post their successes yes absolutely you know? yeah like mm-hmm. 
I think that it's a fine thing to do. Um, it's just the over-engineering of it. It's the, and I, I've been guilty of doing this myself too. I swear, like I'm not judging people for doing this. I'm just kind of no, commenting right. on what mm -hmm. it's like right now because like I've definitely, I've posted threads and I've retweeted myself, you know, like I've stayed on brand, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but I'm starting to think and feel that this is not, who I want to be on Twitter and this is not mm -hmm. who I want to follow on Twitter necessarily or mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. all not everybody who I want to follow like I want to have some real human connections too not just like connections with the personal brands mm -hmm. um because it just it's it's been feeling so dehumanized you know um it's all about products and it's all about um you know, I love the build in public hashtag because it shows people kind of doing their thing and building their stuff. And it's not necessarily about anything like huge that happened. But at the same mm -hmm. time, like it is marketing, like it's all marketing. And I'm just so tired of the marketing aspect of Twitter. Yeah, um, I used to be. I don't know if I was following uh, different people a couple of years ago, but it used to be better. My feed mm -hmm. used to be better, where people were sharing stuff, uh, whatever, like, you know, it reminded me of a forum kind of thing, you know? Now everything yeah. is like, yeah, like, you know, um, the brand and the personal sort of aspect of it. And, and you know, even like people suggesting, well, you know, you should, you should be vulnerable every X amount of tweets. That's like, over-engineering itself. <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's like everything's so meticulously like planned and everything is changing all the time and you have to be on top of it. And I think I think Twitter is rewarding that. I think we spoke about this as well like is rewarding the consistency of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And maybe I want to hear from Fernanda who probably posts once a day and I really want to follow her but she doesn't appear on my feed, you know, because mm -hmm. she's not doing the XYZs of, you know, Twitter SEO, I don't know what to call it. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, Best practices. Yeah. yeah, like I really like, you know, like just to see people um, to, I mean, I, I'm like you, like I'm really genuinely happy when I'm seeing people succeed with their product or something they're going through that they're overcame. And, uh, but when it starts to sound like a, like a planned out post, it's just like, you know, like I ruins the Twitter for me, you know, and it's nobody's yeah. fault. I, I guess it's my my perception. Like that's the fault that I'm in. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, no, totally agree with that. I don't know, like where to go with this, like what to do about it. No. Like, yeah. do I unfollow people? Like, you know, I don't know. I Yeah, I have been recently. Honestly. Okay. I've been unfollowing. Like if if your post sounds like you, you know, you 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 sat down and um, thought about six different concepts you could put into a post and then schedule them all out. And mm -hmm. it's like this generic, like, don't give up. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm unfollowing because I don't, I don't know. I don't want that. And, and I, again, I've done this. So it's mm -hmm. not like I'm, I've tried this on for size, right? Like, I feel like I have to try things mm -hmm. on for size before I decide that it's not for me. So, yeah. I have been guilty of literally everything that I'm speaking out against right now. I just want to be the first person to I say that. I think that's that. okay. I think that's fine. You know? I mean, we're not here checking, you know, like, 
what what we spoke about before. It was just like you know free free falling this or improving yeah. this, you know. And and I think it's okay for everybody to do that, you know. Like yeah, sure. if you need to try it on to see if it fits your style, to mm-hmm. see if that's what you like to do. Like if you want to try to, like I think you did it for a little while, like try to just stay in your lane and do like the marketing yeah. thing, right? Like and it just if it fits you, if that's what is getting you followers and that's what you want you know like great like continue Mm -hmm. to do that personally i'm just saying that personally it feels a little a little overbearing and um and i i'm ready to go back to to personal (laughs) genuine Mm -hmm. you know um free thought twitter rather than the overmarketed um stay in my lane kind of twitter and if i don't get followers or if i you know lose a bunch of followers because i honestly don't care at this point yeah no totally totally um uh my goal uh not this year like a couple years ago was just to use twitter as sort of like a a a, a time span of what i'm doing for myself Mm -hmm. if i look back like 10 years later and then just be like oh this is what i was growing through like a journal. Uh, that's totally different yeah like a journal yeah. like a diary and then it's yeah. totally different from somebody wanting to sell books and right. they have to like you know plan out their tweets and i understand that as well i mean they have they have families to feed etc like mm-hmm. they can use that as well i'm not judging that but like when it comes to to sort of what content or who i want to hear from like i don't want to hear i don't want something popping in my tweet like oh like this will go up for next 10 buyers like it will go up for five dollars like every single hour so it's like i don't want to you know like maybe this is bad to say maybe i have friends who do this on twitter but like i've totally done I don't. <laughs> yeah. you've done like you've increased prices and like constantly well, I, the the tiered pricing for my newsletter right now i i basically just said it'll be a dollar for the first like 20 people and then i'll just like, oh, okay. raise it to two dollars for the next 20 people and go on from there but you're not tweeting every hour about it. Oh no, no. That's I just yeah. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, no, that's oh, okay. that's totally fine. Like, yeah. But like, I'm getting like, I'm not unfollowing or like muting or anything yet. But it's just like, I don't know. Maybe maybe Twitter is changing, and um, I'm finding like communities more uh, a better fit, like active mm-hmm. communities because you can be freer there. There's no, you know, like that's what I feel. You know, like I'm on Mega Maker, and like we have you know, conversations on different topics and it's like a free, you know, free form. Mm -hmm. You're not marketing, like not nobody's marketing. And Twitter has become that, like your channel to, to sell or um, promote your personal brand, et cetera. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know, you know, what happens with that. Yeah. There's no solution. There's no, there's no right way to do it. You know, there's, there's no advice here whatsoever. It's just, just, um, just saying what I was, what I was observing yesterday and, and kind of what I was going through and what I kind of decided to, you know, do going forward, which is not care so much about followers Mm -hmm. or over marketing or any of that. Yeah, one of the reasons I think I want to um, use Blockstatic more for Blockstatic and maybe not, you know, post stuff on my profile about it. Like, let it be a business on its own, you know? Mm -hmm. Even though I might have customers, like, on my followers list. 
but just once in a while, maybe like a week here and there, like, but use the sort of separated and then just use blog static and market there to bloggers and whenever, whoever wants to blog, you know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, going forward. Um, yeah, yeah, we're so, so many... much on Twitter. We're talking about it. <laughs> I know. I know. There's so yeah. many businesses that are not on Twitter. <laughs> and exactly, they do just fine. Right? <laughs> they do yeah. just fine. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so many get... founders that don't really care and they just sell their product. And Yeah. yeah we get so fun. pulled into the vortex. Mm-hmm. That is Twitter. That... Yeah. We we're hating like on Twitter only... today. Or, I know. Or, I know. We're and... hating on what is becoming... <laughs> I know. I love Twitter though. Like mm-hmm, <laughs> at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's, I say all this. And then at the end of the day, like the first thing I check in the morning is Twitter. <laughs> you know? yeah, like, yeah, totally. I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't, I've made some really good connections on Twitter and I hope to continue doing that. Um, oh yeah, totally. I find so much, you know, my feet so a little much bit better. good content and I don't use the mm-hmm. home version. Like I go the latest tweets. Mm-hmm. because the home one i found that it just brings out tweets that really like rile me up and i think that's the purpose of it so like i stay away from it like just people, yeah. like responding to something that's like i don't know conflicting or whatever their criteria is to pull out s- stuff that comes on top mm-hmm. of the home version so yeah i just yeah, do I latest do. and I i'm missing out on some of the friends that you know are not in my time zone but yeah that's sort of like i guess um the pros and cons of doing that so yeah yeah. so cool 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 yeah i think this is a um, good stopping point after hating on twitter when (laughs) all when all of the the listeners that we have fine are from twitter so i know (laughs) thank you for listening (laughs) continue to follow us on twitter (laughs) i mean honestly like i don't think we know from our conversation what to do with it it's just like bringing it up you know like yeah i don't know maybe i'll i'll end up like writing a book and then i'll piss off everybody with like (laughs) you know sales every hour So, yeah, like I want to reserve that card from now. Yeah, same. <laughs> and say same. go back I, I, to episode 10. <laughs> I know. I'll probably continue to do things like I did the other day for my birthday. Give birthday giveaway. I and know, I'm like doing exactly what I don't want to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm being a total hypocrite. Right? I'm being a total hypocrite right now. I don't know. I mean, it's okay to change our mind. We have new information, new circumstances, new, con- new context yeah. in our life. We just, you know. I mean, this this podcast is not like for stating facts. We're just shooting <laughs> ideas, you know, like whatever's coming up. So, um, yeah. yeah, awesome. All right, this Should is our we... this is our personal opinion only. Yes, <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> for legal reasons, right? So, uh, should yeah. we stop at this point, episode ten? Yeah, yeah, I think this is a good, All right. good point. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, everyone who found us through Twitter. Yes, and have, congratulations <laughs> to us for episode ten. Yes, congratulations to us. All right. All right. Have a great week, Val. And hey, you too, Fernanda. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. All right. Bye.